Welcome to the Digital Workflow Dentistry Podcast Series. We help dentists adapt, adopt, and advance in the world of dental technology. For more information about upcoming lectures, webinars, and podcasts, please go to our website, www.digitalworkflowdentist.com, and Instagram at Digital Workflow Dentistry. Good afternoon, dental internet world. I'm once again here with my colleague, Dr. Mike Parchewski, and I'm Dr. Vishal Sharma. Mike, it's the holiday season. It's a time to be jolly, merry, and really a time to smile. And that's a great intro for our guests who run the smiling company. So Mike, will you be so kind as to introduce Courtney and Morgan to our listeners? Thanks, Vish. And uh, just all our listeners out there, it's been a while and uh, we're back, we can say, and we've been busy lecturing all across the country, um, across North America. And so we're happy to be back uh, hitting some episodes. And I think this is a great segue back into the live studio here uh, with our next podcast, Dealing with Culture and HR. And today we have Courtney and Morgan from Smile & Co. They're an uh, up-and-coming uh, HR company that's dealing with trying to match uh, dental colleagues into culturally fit atmospheres, environments, and dental offices. So with that, why don't we uh, take it away, Vish? Do you want to feed forward on our first question on this amazing journey. That was a great summary of the company, by the way. I'm not sure if you were reading the masthead, but how you nailed that was was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Courtney, how did Mike do with that introduction? <laughs> no, I received very well, <laughs> definitely. We, uh, we had the privilege of meeting him, just like really talking about uncanny, like behind the scenes after one of your presentations, actually. Um, so thank you. Um, but yeah, I'd say that was pretty bang on, so thanks. Privilege is probably a gross exaggeration. Right there. <laughs> and, and so, Morgan, is there anything to add about that company? Like, uh, obviously, you know, we want to hear about why you started the company. Tell us about that. But why don't we start with that? Like, where, what's the genesis of this company? What's the motivation? What's the why around it? Um, so, and then, I mean, the whole reason that we named it Smiling Company was to um, put off more of a, like, a positive uh, spin on it um, so that when people think of us they think of positive employees positive culture um, it stemmed from I, I'm, I'm a mom of three and I was working full-time in a dental clinic and uh, when I went back after my third I just found that it was it was a stretch it was challenging to keep up with the clinic schedule and give it my all there and then go home and give it all, my all with my family um, so I just realized that I, what I wanted was a more flexible schedule so that um, I had something that I could coordinate with childcare mm -hmm. um, and make it just make it easier and also not be uh, dragging myself to work and not, not putting in what I needed to put in while I was at work. Um, and then on the flip side, I also had um, clinics calling me, asking me to come in and fill in for them. And again, I just felt like I was constantly saying no to them because I wasn't able to keep up with the schedule of my own family at the same time and my work schedule already. Um, so that was kind of where the idea stemmed from. And then uh, we, that was, we started Smile and Company um, kind of just as a basic booking system. Um, we had we had dental clinics calling or texting us trying to get um, just specifically temps in to begin with um, and we quickly realized that more of a manual system was a little bit too much too time consuming uh, we needed to streamline it a little bit more um, and then since then 
And we've just evolved and added features to our system and so we're this app is our fourth system that we've launched and uh, we've just added features into it to make it streamlined and faster and more efficient for dental clinics and dental professionals to try and give them the ability to create their own schedules for whatever works for their lifestyle um, but still be able to jump in and, and work in a clinic when they need to and then for clinics just to always have um, the accessibility to employees basically at their fingertips well, it's an admirable endeavor, and, and thanks for explaining the genesis uh, uh, for that uh, or for the company. Courtney, um, walk us through what the app entails and what specifically uh, is involved in that. I know you're spending a lot of your time right now in developing it, but uh, walk our listeners through that component. Alrighty, so um, there's the two different kind of profiles. So you can go in as either a dental professional, so that's for the hygienist, uh, dental assistants, the stereotechs, and the office admin and office managers. So you can kind of log in there. You get, you know, you put all your information in. You kind of put your, you upload your resume. And something really cool about this is that there is a video upload. So something that we really wanted to kind of like make more kind of like futuristic it's like kind of the way of the future and also we realize that a lot of people go to facebook and even if they don't um you know know them they're going to creep your profile they're going to creep your page they're going to know who you are even before that you you know you know even before you realize that they're doing it um so this was a way so that they could actually see you see how you are and you have the control on the video and to be able to kind of say your 30 seconds of fame of you know who you are what you are what you love um, and we've got some amazing, such like it, obviously we couldn't share them. You'd have to, it, the person would have to apply to the position, but the videos that we get to see some people cap cut, they're putting a lot of like time, effort and energy into them. And the people that aren't, it is very obvious yeah. as well, which goes like in terms of like, you know, it translates into when you're in your role, are you going to show up? Are you going to put the time in? Are you going to put the effort in? And it shows right from these submissions, you know, who's going to actually do it. Because um, a lot of our world now is tech oriented too. And you have to, even dental offices are doing, um, you know, tech to pull in their their audiences and, and captivate their teams, right? So it is nice when people are going on and they're actually showing their face. Um and then um, the nice thing about that, too, is that the dental professional has all of their information put on there first. So they've done all the work. They've front-loaded all the work for themselves. So and once that up and once it's been approved, now they have, like, their profile. Um, they can set kind of their parameters of their days that they would like. Any temp positions, they would go within 160-kilometer radius of, like, their own location. Mm -hmm. um, they would get listings. And then the applicants would receive any job postings province-wide. And now from the dental office or, like, the clinic side, um, they would sign in and they would put their location information in. They would put um, just, like, their basic details of their office. And then it's it's pretty simple on that side, just kind of like, you know, the credit card in front. Um, and they have a seven day free trial, a little extra plug. Um, but uh, yeah, then now they're able to go on and they can do either their permanent position. And um, we even have like found some cool ways to be able to do it because I know a lot of rural people are looking. Um, so even without that 160 kilometer radius, anyways. Um, but yeah, they can go on and do their temp positions or they can go on and um, put their permanent hire positions in and they can give the details, the parking information. So it's kind of, you know, allowing more information for what they need, not only just like the 
like basics of things, they can like write some full descriptions in there. And then when people apply to that, so they post it, it's literally within like 30 seconds to a minute, you can have any posting out there. And um, it now gets to all the people within that kind of profile radius. Um, and then as they apply, it's also instantaneous that they can like look through and see the submissions, see the uploads, the resumes. Um, and then there's also like a chat system in there as well. So it's really cool because now it takes, um, puts the onus on, you know, the, the office the, and the clinic um, to be able to do it. Because mm-hmm. I know, you know, when there's like a hygienist trying to get a, a position in, I think it part of that culture that we've lost is that the office doesn't even know who's coming in. They've like, somebody else has filled that position. So instantly they're coming in there and now they actually have spoken to typically the office manager or like somebody in, you know, um, the front staff, like an admin staff so that they're welcomed in on a different level when they actually know the person that they've been chatting with. Yeah. And so um, is there going to be a future component where you have the offices submitting a video? As the we have center? literally, that is 100%. There's so much in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, just even since it's launched, there's a huge amount of things, like literally in the next couple months, that are going to be like all integrated. We've actually had offices request themselves like, if they can add in a video introduction. Because they, yeah. they want to show people what their offices are about and how good their team is, and which is which is positive because from the, from the temp standpoint they have no idea who they're coming into and they it's so just to have that video introduction of the team and what the office looks like is just beneficial for their day coming in or even just like their drive to go into someone off someone's office just to know what the atmosphere is whether it's a positive atmosphere or what the what the teammates are like yeah, all that, of that. that i can see that familiarity being really important especially going in you know for the first time for one day of work um, you know, Mike's big into culture. He's got a fantastic culture here. I'd be really interested to see, though, your 30-second video as a prospective employee. We could probably take the, <laughs> take the clip from how not to do the new patient exam. <laughs> I, I'd be interested. So if we have some time at the end of this presentation, we're going to record Mike and, and get him a profile, <laughs> and we're going to see how many offers you get. So uh, let's say, for example, that Mike, um, you know, is not an employee, but, but he's looking to utilize this project, this app, what are some of the current issues that dental employers are, are facing right now? Obviously, the first one, of course, is going to be a labor shortage. But what other ones do you see? I would say Morgan, like, because we were, like, going over this in detail. Um, mm-hmm. And Morgan sees a ton because she really has, like, that background of dealing with the offices firsthand. Yeah. So first and foremost is the labor shortage. I mean, there's a nationwide labor shortage at the moment. And then also there was a lot of uh, dental professionals who have just completely left the industry, um, which has kind of left clinics in a pinch where they, they're they scrambling for staff. They're taking whoever's available, um, which again that kind of leads into what the next um the next issue that they face is 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 overall morale so if you have if you have a team if you're down a team member uh then the rest of your team is either picking up that slack or you're hiring someone who is maybe not the best fit for your clinic um so in that in itself brings down team morale and culture um because people are upset that they're having to pick up the slack for 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 the whole team when they could just hire someone else maybe the whole team doesn't realize that it's just not that easy to just hire someone to come in and help out um 
And so that's probably one of the biggest things is just keeping the team together and keeping them motivated to um, to put their best care out for your patients. Um, one thing um, that we we have run into is that the because they're being offered positions from other clinics, like it it's they're they're being I guess headhunted from other mm-hmm. other clinics um, being offered better opportunities, better better wages, more benefits. Um, people are having a hard time keeping their staff just based on that because um, because they are getting these offers elsewhere. Um, they have the ability to ask for higher wages, ask for benefits, ask for a more flexible schedule. And those are those are issues that I don't necessarily know that clinics have been faced with previous to uh, the, the staffing shortage that we're in right now. Yeah, I suppose it's supply, demand, economics, so... So do you find that um, when it comes to dealing with the clinics that are coming to you saying, hey, look, we're looking to hire a hygienist. Um, one of the things that we had talked about when we, when we met in Edmonton was the ability to address the current office's status and say to the office, okay, look, you're looking for somebody. What's your current culture like? We've got some workshops. We've got some things to help you guys. Um, let's get the culture in the office strong. So you're bringing somebody into a strong team as opposed to hiring somebody to fix the culture. Let's get that culture fixed first. And that's what I liked in your message was was a lot of um, strong emphasis on um, helping the people that are looking to also feed a positive energy, but also for the people that are um, in the job market too. Uh, if they're coming forward, like if they're recording their video, how does that? How do you look professional? How do you look? Uh, approachable what things can you do to be a better applicant and that's what I really what really hit home with me so uh, tell me a little bit about your solution that you've got and and how it sort of helps the teams to build that on either side of the fence um, that culture angle Mm-hmm. So I would say that like something that we're even like working on and developing and just even using our social platforms for is we've both been in, we've been in the grind, like we've been doing it. I'm still in the grind. Um, but, uh, I think like one of the best things that you can do is like, you know, ownership and accountability. So if the ownership and the accountability is coming from the staff member going in, so even when you're like in a temping role, you still have to show up and like, it's ultimately the patient at the end of the day is going to like take on all the energy from like everything that's happening and they can feel it. So it's actually, it's doing from the office standpoint, it's not doing your you know, your patients a service when, you know, the culture sucks, like really, right? Like, so when, when people don't feel, you know, empowered, when they don't feel like they're getting, you know, treated fairly, you know, when it's just, they come in and they just have to hustle hard and there's just, you know, people that don't want help outside of just their, like what their role is, um, you know, and it's, it's both sides. And I think it's, it's so much accountability and ownership and like just what we get to kind of like show up and showcase and, I've, I've like still, I'm like the one that will go in and no matter what, it is like my goal to like, you know, win over everybody in that office. I'm like, <laughs> I, I win over everybody. So I'm like, it's, it's my personality, but it's also just, I think it's, you know, it's experience and why I want my experience to be good. When I'm going in there, I want to have a good day. I don't want to leave feeling like crap and that like, you know, I, you know, you know, I, when you leave your mark and I just think everybody, this industry could like all rise. Everybody's in the grind day in and day out. 
and I've like mentioned like, you know, my, my boss who I was with for, for eight years before, we just had such a good thing going and just life, you know, my husband has like a Achilles tendon rupture and huge stuff that's happened in our life. COVID happened. Um, that's disrupted so much in our industry. Um, and I feel like people have just kind of lost touch with just like the, the relationships with each other and like just good, like, you know, like showing up with good values and like, just like owning it and then you go into a good spot and you know you're like okay they're doing all the things so anyways we really want to like be able to touch and go forward on all those so from the app standpoint um the there's an accountability portion where there's a rating system for both the clinics and there's a, a rating system for the dental professionals so if they have an amazing experience they can give each other a five star uh rating based on um based on their patient reviews and uh, the atmosphere and the schedule and the communication, and it goes both ways. It's a two-way rating system. But um, we also have, I suppose, a bit of a passion project where we are out there to promote positivity and just uh, the more more morale and culture that you can have within your clinic, the more positive experience you're going to have at work uh, for the whole team. Um, If if everybody has more of a positive outlook and uh, is jumping in to help out, then it it just promotes the morale within the office and makes people want to be there a lot more. Yeah, and I think speaking in that realm, one of the areas that has changed a lot has been the temp, right? The temporary hygienist, there's more temporary hygienists, I think, now than ever before. Um, many hygienists are getting burned out and are, are looking for, you know, cutting their schedules, shortened schedules, um, you know, and needing a little bit more flexibility and families and everything else. People are looking for that. Um, and also there's buzz of, you know, big exit of, of several hygienists, um, through COVID. So one of the things that we see is in the temporary world, um, you know, you get temps that come in and let's say aren't treated the greatest, don't have the greatest experience. They're put in a room with a pile of boxes and said, this is your room or here's your here's your bucket of instruments. Um, or on the flip side, uh, you have temps that just aren't engaged. You know, they want the high salary, but they don't want to mm-hmm. uh, be part of the clinic. What are you guys doing? And like, what's your thought on that? And what are you guys doing to help promote the two sides of the fence when it comes to temporaries? Mm, again, so, so like as a dental hygienist, like it just like it. It speaks to my heart because I have worked in like a long-term office, but then also um, with my husband's injury, I lived outside of Calgary. And so it was just, it was too much. It just was like, I was forced to stay home and then COVID hit. And all of a sudden you're like the highest risk of aerosol transmission, you know, and you're like not knowing when you're going to go back. And you also kind of get like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, it's actually like, you know, kind of nice not being in the hygiene world for a little while. Um, And then it was like really hard to get back in because now all of a sudden you're like, okay, like, what am I getting myself into here? Is this worth it? Um, Our rules, everything changed. And, you know, oftentimes it can be hard to, like, take on change. And I feel like in as as a dental hygienist, there's a lot of, like, things that are the exact same day in and day out, right? So all of a sudden, boom, your whole world's flipped upside down. Now all of a sudden there's all the rules of, you know, COVID if you're sick or then naturally, you know, if your children are sick, you know, and you're taking on all these different, you know, kind of, you know, just logistics of like life and work. And now you've got all this guilt if you can't go in and work that day and you're, you know, having to fill your own shifts and do all your own things. Um, so it's, it's, it was very, very stressful. And so therefore it temping just like made sense. Right. I'm like, I don't have to have a set schedule. I don't have to have anything. It was like, you could just kind of like pick and choose your schedule 
And often you could kind of pick and choose your right too, right? Because you knew that you were able to go in and you could be helpful, but then you also, you know, I kind of had my, the clinics that I really did like too, that I was like consistent with, because then I knew their systems. I knew the people. Um, it is so hard going as, as a hygienist, um, or I assume like as in any role coming in, they do not greet you. They do not meet you with, you know, um, like, I don't even think sometimes it's like, you know, you get a hello. They will not stop to look at you. You have to try to find all your own things. You get the crappiest instruments. You get, you know, it's, you're so like, it's sometimes shoved in like the crappiest like chair, like room in the office. And I'm like, I come in and I'm like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, what's, what's the deal here? And um, so I've seen it from both sides where you can kind of build a bit of resentment coming in and it can almost feel like, you know, maybe look as though it's like, you know, perhaps... Um, hygienist could look like they're like an entitled hygienist when really it's like imagine if you empowered the dental hygienist they're coming in you're showing them where to go what to do so that's also some, one of our like passion projects is also creating templates and just kind of like working with offices so that they know okay here what if like there's this checklist of things that you can do when your temp comes in familiarize them with your office quick it would take you two minutes to be like bathroom here's your op, here's your, you know, like you're already signed in. Do you know how to do this? Here's your point of reference. If you need somebody or something, write your stuff on this note. And if you can book them back, beautiful, right? Like give them like a two second, like, you know, review on what your expectations are instead of just assuming that they're going to know because, you know, and it's, so then you kind of get your back. They, 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 they literally do. They have their backs up um, going in because they're like, they don't care about me anyways. And I'm here to help. And so just like, what if you just shifted it and you, they, they knew that you were like, thank you so much. Naturally, instantly, they're going to be like, you're welcome. <laughs> and they're going to like do more. They're going to be more productive. They're going to do, you know, they're, they might write down a little bit of a treatment plan, you know, the warp, you know, like you might have a little bit more like just kind of like rapport and relationship. The dentists do not give you the time of day when you go in as a dental hygienist. And you're covered now more than ever. So you've really lost that touch point, that personal connection. And it is so hard because I like want to be like, pull my mask down, hey. <laughs> you know? But anyways, yeah. So it's there's a lot of that. You know? <laughs> like, it is like, we're going to fight for this one for both sides. Do you guys have an onboarding process for, for temps? So we we tend to stick with uh, temps. When we're, when we're using temps, we, you know, we stick to ones that we've used before, mm-hmm. typically. Um, and we have a good pool of those temps, and, and so we have a good relationship. On the flip side, though, um, our goal is that we, when we know we have a temp coming in, then we will usually um, have them come in early. So if, mm-hmm. if we're scheduled with patients at 7.30, then we're going to say your shift starts at 7, right? So we don't, we don't want to say, hey, you're coming in at 7.30, and then they're not prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, so we say, hey, you know what? This is where your first patient is. We'd like you in at this time. Uh, we'll pay you till that, we'll pay you from that time you start yeah. and and listen there's going to be somebody there that's going to direct you and we do have like typically Anne will take them around and introduce them to everybody um, where everything is where they can store their stuff where to go for lunch where the bathrooms are yep. and so we do do that but I do like the idea of a checklist and the other thing I thought was a great idea was to just have something in the room for them, like a quick reference sheet. You know, you could just have a yeah. reference sheet that has the information of what they need to know. Maybe it's a login for Dentrix, whatever they need to be able to just make their day easier. Quick instructions on x-ray, 
You can put it in a laminate sheet that you can wipe down, and then they've got it as a reference I think would be handy. It's interesting, Courtney, that you walked through sort of the psychology and the challenges of coming into temp. So at our office in Bankers, we have a longstanding uh, policy. We've actually never brought on a temp. So, you know, you've heard, obviously, you referenced warp. So we've got such a methodology to our greetings, the way things uh, are, are run, the sequence of it, how we want to do our recalls, even our checkout process, that we never found that it would be fair to sort of bring someone else in. And, you know, you can't offer the same level of service if you've had a lot of training when you're just coming in. I can appreciate that. So, but the other office that's underneath my um, purview that I don't work at, but we oversee the management of, they do consistently. And as they were going through that, I was making a mental note on all the things like we have an onboarding process, but we don't have a temp onboarding yeah. process. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, I will tell you, it's been a positive aspect from us on not bringing in temps, but from a financial component, sometimes it's really challenging, you know, especially when you're busy, you lose a day of production. And, you know, if you're bonusing the team on monthly production, like they feel it as well, if they're getting close. Um, and there's certainly been some months where we've had, you know, Omicron or COVID or, or whatever contagious disease, disease Mike brings to the office kind of go <laughs> through the entire office and we've lost some days. But yeah, certainly a lot to think about uh, and, and unravel from, from that perspective. Um, so we discussed the hygienists. Similar challenges then for assisting an admin? Uh, yeah, it's, it's assisting sp more specifically. Um, there's, again, a shortage of, of dental assistants. And when it comes to, to temping, um, it, I mean, I think it all comes down to the atmosphere that they're entering into. So if you, if they're welcomed at the door and and toured through the office and shown right down to where they should put their things um, for the day and what their expectations are for the day, it just starts with a po more positive experience than if they walk into this. I mean, every office is busy and they're always hustling and bustling, and nobody usually has time to walk through someone walk someone through the day. But in the in the grand scheme of things, if you just take that extra ten minutes to show them around and show them the details of the office and what the expectations are, essentially you're going to end up with more time mm. at the end of the day than if you just leave it and expect them to keep coming to ask you questions all throughout the day and leaving them lost. It's essentially, it's all about just empowering everybody to work together as a team, even if they're only there for the day. <laughs> and, and is it more likely that you'll have hygienists who've taken on sort of a permanent temporary role than assistants? Uh, there's, there's definitely, yeah, the, it's more, it's more lucrative for the hygienists. Um, they, they, I mean, they choose their wage, they choose their schedule. Um, and it's easy for them to work solo versus a dental assistant yeah. who's coming in and every dentist does things different throughout the day. So, um, it's not as easy for them to just jump in and know what that dentist needs for the day versus a hygienist. They can work solo for the most part, aside from the exams that they need. And what about admin? Uh, admin is not as high in demand as what assistants and hygienists are. Um, but uh, again, it's a challenge just based on the software that they're mm -hmm. using and the expectations of the office. Um, some offices just choose not to bring in temps for admin, mainly because it's it's the, the software of their day. So, so daunting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it would be a lot for them to replace the admin. But it does, they are there and the admin are... They're probably the most willing to jump in and help out mm. because because it's not I, I guess not as stressful for them um, from their standpoint. It's it's just the software they know exactly what they're doing. Whereas hygienists and assistants, they're working directly with 
the teammates themselves. So it's just a little bit more challenging for them. But Stop kicking me, Mike. I'll ask the question. Mike wants to know if there's an opportunity for dentists to work in this capacity as well. So I think I know the answer, but he kicked me like three times. So <laughs> I, I get it. Uh, that's something that we are adding in the near future. Uh, with the launch of the app last month, we just wanted to work out all the kinks and make sure everything was functioning uh, the way we needed it to function. And then we will be adding associates in as within the next month or two is be, the plan. Be interesting to see how that uh, how that goes. The industry has just changed immensely. And I think Courtney hit it on the head that COVID really... I don't know if it sped up or accelerated some of those changes that were naturally happening in society. And, and I'm sure what we're seeing in dentistry, well, well, I know obviously it's mimicked in a lot of other industries as well. But, uh, you know, it does speak to sort of building that culture and attracting the right person where you can find a mutual fit. Um, so elaborate on that aspect. Like what else are you um, engaging in with your educational platform? Like are there other avenues that you're looking to build upon outside of just sort of teaching offices or explaining to them that they have to establish a positive culture and find people that then fit that culture? Uh, is we're, do, we're doing it on both sides, and I think it's needed on both sides. I think there's, there's a pretty large divide between the clinics and the employees, um, and so to be able to educate them more on the clinic standpoint as well as educating the clinics on the employee's standpoint, I think will bridge the gap a little bit more. Um, and so that, I mean, that's, that's kind of the basis of it, but, um, I mean, there's, there's so much more to it. The, I mean, you can hyper-focus on individual things that happen throughout the day and you could basically create a, a course specifically on mm-hmm. on just how to communicate today or how to be professional or resume <laughs> building um so we've got like some templates but we do we are actually um working on like some some more like digital um kind of more like um yeah like things that people can like purchase digitally right so that it's like um digital courses and things mm-hmm. like that so that there's some easy accessible things but then to like be able to elaborate on those we've got some a few, we've got like multiple things in the works um just from presentations to um yeah to some of the digital digital workshops and digital books and then um a few kind of collaborations as well we've been invited to clone next next uh, spring and um a few different things like that and i was actually thinking something popped up for pdc about introducing a pdc as a host i was like i, I wonder if dr is speaking. I can, I can, I can introduce you. Yeah. Invite to the wine night, you know. So yeah, we'll, no. we'll, we'll, we'll both be there. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, Mike's speaking on uh, on AI. So Ooh. you know, so uh, once a uh, you won't have to have those temporary dentists coming in because one day Mike's just going to be a computer with them. <laughs> probably a way better personality and better jokes than you and I could ever tell. But we'll get an AI to watch all of our podcasts, and they'll be an expert. <laughs> right? You get really high views. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the important things I also think, um, with the, with the education side is the new grads, right? If we can get new grads up to speed on culture, what happens in clinics, the real day to day, um, you know, how to deal dispersonality, talking with, uh, different types of patients, um, even for those, some of those, um, team members that just don't have a lot of speaking abilities, if you can help them, you know, not be so closed in and be able to be more, you know, let's say you're even like a Toastmaster type of, of course to get them mm-hmm. to be more personable and be more outspoken when they're normally, that wasn't their thing. Um, so I think 
taking people out of their disc profiles and into you know, being be more of a chameleon with their personalities would be really important for them to come into a dynamic office with such an array of staff, an array of people, how to deal with the, the different personalities and how to be a part of it. Like just leadership, I think fundamentals for new grads would be amazing because often that's what it's about. Like that admin person, you can teach them the computer systems, but you can't teach them to be the face of your clinic, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they've got to be that. And so they can learn how to come out and, and develop and learn the skills um, to broaden their personalities. Um, and then you can train the hard skills, the stuff like this computer software, how to log in, all these things. But it's really about getting, I think, the people that are coming into the industry into the right culture mindset, right? Such a timely company and such a timely idea. And I love the fact that you're bringing a technological angle to a longstanding issue and problem and, and uh, aspect that needs to be addressed in dentistry. So kudos to both of you for that. Uh, we've already addressed a couple of the things that are going to be coming down the pipeline. Sounds like a lot. What are you most excited for for 2024? One thing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I feel like like perhaps even like, I don't know if it's like too early to say with like the weather. We have to now. This is the best, <laughs> best time. <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't sure I was, where you were going with that. <laughs> um, let's just say that there's even just the app itself is going to like just evolve. There's um, there's just so much that we've taken on. Just so much, um, you know. It's it's already quite an elevated, very slick, very very easy to use app, and it just is going to get better, and it's just going to make things even better for people. Um, and we have something cool in the works for that. But anyways, well, I know it's too cryptic soon. Answer. It's too yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Well, it's not too soon to announce that uh, we'll be at PDC. Maybe that would be the excitement of 2024 oh, that we'll we're all there. looking forward to. I just uh, I just had my flights booked this week, actually. It's yeah. coming out quickly. Yeah, so. yeah, it is. Um, fantastic. So if someone wants more information, obviously uh, the website is one uh, such avenue. Is there another avenue? Is that the best place to get all of the information about the company and how to utilize these services? Yeah, I feel like we're like we're pretty big on, on social media right now too. I feel like um, even just on Instagram, um, we're just kind of taking um, at smile-and-company, um, but you spell out and, so smile dash middle dash you know (laughs) that's a lot um but yeah just smiling company on instagram and we just are trying to take people just kind of more on the journey like even just coming in here right like a little bit behind the scenes i think with a lot of businesses you lose that personal touch and it just becomes all about the sales or just you know like you know this exchange of business when really it's like there's like heartbeats behind this business and it's Mm -hmm. so well intentionally like thought of and and done and you know even though we've taken the people out of the like you know the back end of the app um you know there's there's we're still so much on it and integrated in it we want to help people and we want people you know we get any advice or tips or you know or like the things that people want um you know we're literally considering all of it and we really are making it for people to use to make it easier for them in their day-to-day lives um and it's just a really cool thing for us to like kind of do together and be a part of well, I, we can feel the energy and the passion. It's obviously a really exciting, well-thought-out uh, project and, and company and a great name. You know, if Mike and I were to start something beyond digital workflow dentistry, I think it would be called Frown and Company, which would uh, be quite appropriate. <laughs> the opposite track. <laughs> not nearly as catchy, I guess. So. 
So I appreciate it. Thanks, you guys, again, for being with us. Um, thanks, Vish. Um, amazing topic. Culture is so important, I think, today and driving forward into 2024. I think it's huge. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Our Instagram at Digital Workflow Dentistry. We're on all the major um, podcast sites out there. Look us up on Spotify. Add a like and please follow us. Like and subscribe. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thank you.